0: This is exactly right. All right.
1: Scotty. Whoa. Scotty. Scotty. Wow. Hi, Kurt. Hi. Are you
2: ready for this one?
1: Oh, there it is. There's that signature brown brashness. <laughs> Hit
2: me. <laughs> Meet Jamie Canhead Keaton, the human suction cup. Okay. <laughs> that was one of those rare ones
1: where you don't know which word is leading to the next. I'm excited. I'm ready. Let's do some bananas.
2: Gals and non-binary pals, welcome to Bananas, the silliest little news podcast that there ever once was. This is uh, one of your hosts, Kurt Brownoler.
1: This is Banana Boy number two, Scotty Landis. We are so glad to have you listening to us, Bananas. We're just going to laugh and laugh and laugh. I can feel it coming today.
2: Oh, I can feel it too. There have been requests, Scotty. There have been requests. What that you have to drop Banana Boy number two because there is no Banana Boy number one. You are. No, I am not. I have refused the title from the beginning of this podcast. Mm. Well, I, it I, does, just, it I just rolls off It's like the being second banana. It's fine.
1: <laughs> um, Let's bring up your second our guest. banana
2: to nothingness. Yes, well, before that's we right. bring up Uh-oh. before we bring up our guest, I just have a few things to say, guys. Still, Denver taping special taping August 29th uh, Early show is sold out. Late show, we need you in those that's seats the for the late show. And I've got two more shows added in Los Angeles just to prep for uh, the taping. August 25th at the Dynasty Typewriter. August 26th at CineLounge. Cine Lounge is going to be a very intimate 60-person theater. And Dynasty Typewriter is going to be a beautiful theater where it's, everybody has to be vaccinated or uh, have proof of a negative COVID test. So come on out. That sounds fun. Ticket links and bio on the Instagram. Are right, you guys ready for this? fantastic guest this powerhouse of a guest i know her well oh i know you do our guest today is a true Mm. multi-hyphenate scotty do you like a multi-hyphenate? More than anything in my whole life. God damn, I love a multi-hyphenate. She's a musician, actress, yes. comedian, filmmaker, writer. We knew her originally from the comedy collective Variety Shack back in the day. That's She's true. She's also the leader of the indie rock band Tigers and Monkeys, who are so very good. Yes. And she currently co-hosts her own live variety show podcast called We Don't Even Know. Please welcome mm. Shanali Bomick.
3: Mm my God, I can't believe her. I get to be with you guys uh, in oh, yeah. this summer hot day, and I oh, get yes. to laugh my ass off with the two of you. I'm so happy. Seriously, I've been waiting.
1: Oh, yeah, the Scotty joy knows. is ours. Yeah, I mean,
3: the pleasure I- is ours. I've been texting you guys nonstop about this big day.
2: Here
3: we yeah. are. I'm on bananas. Yeah. It's
2: bananas. It's all come to this. It's oh. all
3: come to oh.
2: Good to see your face. I love wow. seeing your
3: face. I miss your laughs. You know, both of mm-hmm. you have one-of-a-kind laughs, so oh. bring it. <laughs> Let's Vice, do versa. This. Vice versa.
1: Vice uh, versa. Yeah. Um, how you doing? How's your summer? How's your week? Guys, you okay?
3: I'm good today.
1: <laughs> Today's
2: good <laughs> <laughs> that's, as much of, that's as far as we can go at this point. Keep it day by day.
3: Man, I feel like I've spent a lot of this pandemic helping friends yep. from not unraveling, you know? Oh boy. I think yep.
1: you got that uh, right.
3: Right. And uh I feel somewhat lucky if not very um uh, uh, have gratitude for the fact that that I am with, one with this nonsense in terms of like we got to, we can do this. We're gonna yes. get through this. Yes.
1: You have always been wildly um, optimistic person, infectiously right. optimistic, Thank and positive.
2: You. A very Thank pleasant you. person to be around.
1: <laughs> it's true. Everybody that knows her loves her. It's true.
3: Right. Well, I, I just guess and if for all of you listening out there,
1: mm-hmm.
3: if you are unraveling, I just want you to know that it is not your fault that we have this pandemic. That's right. It is not personal and don't be so hard on yourself. And we got like let's just keep keep the laughing going. That's what we got. That's That's all we got pretty much.
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) We are we are functioning at a Garth Brooks level of optimism right now. It is
2: extremely positive.
3: (laughs) I love Garth. And you know I'm from Nashville. He's beloved in my hometown, so Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Is his alter ego beloved? Chris, Gaines. Chris Gaines. Now, Does pe- Do people love Chris? That <laughs> was problematic. Circles. I did. <laughs> I thought it was hysterical.
3: It was amazing. <laughs> <Yeah. Me
2: laughs> was it Winky? Was it? Do you think was it Winky Winky or was it just like this is going to be his like dark side?
3: Uh, I don't. I, I you know what? Now knowing more about him, I feel like I got m- to know him better during this pandemic. He did so Me really- too like did really documentaries great,
2: and yeah, yeah. Great he donated yeah.
3: yeah and uh now i think maybe it's winky winky back then i did
2: not interesting okay cool yeah like cool yeah. all right um, do you got do you want to hear about
0: the second
2: most talented man in the world <laughs> oh i thought it was Darth a woman
1: Wait. no <laughs> Oh, Suction Head McGee or whatever? Let's do it. Yeah. That.
2: <laughs> and I, you know what? I left one of these words out because the title is a, such a mishmash <laughs> of words where it just keeps going. You're like, which? What is the? What? Because the actual title, because it's from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. They're uh, uh-huh. Sent in by the wonderful Lily Lynn on oh, Instagram. Oh, she is
1: Lily. awesome.
2: Uh, written by Elena Weissman. So thank you, Elena. Ellen Ooh. is the, the best in the business. Absolutely can, best in the business. She can type out some words. Uh, the actual title is Meet Kenosha's Jamie Canhead Keaton, the Human Suction Cup. <laughs> so oh. it's even like the, when I first read it, I was like, I'm trying to fit. What does it mean? <laughs> okay, here it is. You've got, I, it's, it's amazing. Okay.
3: Oh, I'm scared. So I'm the scared. photograph
2: that you see, and we will post this on the Instagram, the photograph you see is a man. Um, he has a he has a perfectly manicured, almost looks like it's been drawn on mm. with a marker mustache oh. and goatee with very Ooh. long lines. It's very Ooh. intensely uh, okay. manicured. Okay, okay. he's a bald man. He has a bald, bald man with multiple earrings in both ears, and then he has one, two, three, four. Cans just stuck to his head. Um, (laughs) Two beer cans, one Fiji water bottle, and then a jar of peanut butter on the back. Okay? Yes. Here we go. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, so, and then this is amazing. I didn't even realize this. Underneath the photograph is this description. Jamie Canhead Keaton mm-hmm. <laughs> has a rare skin condition <laughs> oh that causes objects to stick to his skin. <laughs> that is... So here we go. Okay. We're going to get into this. I'm enticed. Me... I've been Milwaukee enticed. Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. I'm very enticed. It all started when he was seven years old. Quote, my toys started sticking to me, Jamie Keaton said. My parents, they thought it was the pine sap from the trees mm. and told me not to worry about it. Keaton took their advice and ignored his stickiness for two decades. Whoa. But then something happened that he couldn't brush off. Literally. Oh yes, Elena. She's good. Yes, Elena Weissman. She's good. Yeah. Now, quote. Yes. Question.
3: How quickly? I don't know how recent you read that story, but right out the right out the gate, right? Mm. We all can stick things to our skin, right? Isn't that like well, a thing? So, like
1: paper, like. I don't think
2: I could stick I mean, a, can a can to
3: me. I, I mean, no, um, I try, what, what try is? and
2: stick. Try and stick a half-full bottle, a bottle of Fuji water on your okay, head. Okay, so what that's he's what got. he's
3: doing. It's okay, has Got okay. water. It's not it's got water em- in
2: it. No, not happening. Not, not happening. an
3: empty can. Mm-hmm. No,
2: this is a full can.
3: Do you guys this re- re- do you ahead. remember when the woman? There's was a woman that went into court to complain about vaccines and she said that there was some kind of chemical that caused um your like things to stick so she took like i feel oh, like magnetic
2: she took- made your magnetic yeah, yeah yeah magnetic
3: thank you do you remember that and everything started yeah. falling off oh. so, so- <laughs> so, I,
2: you so, never know these days
1: you never um,
2: know so this is when he first realized it. He was, quote, I was at a ball game drinking soda pop when suddenly I reached up to catch a stray ball. Kay. After that, I looked around and was like, where's my drink? Keaton said, and then realized the can was stuck to the back of my head. It was stuck so hard that it took five <laughs>
0: minutes to pull off.
2: All right. Here we go. Did he catch the ball? Uh, I don't know. He maybe <laughs> caught the ball. What a loser. <laughs>
3: And so, this is how many years ago? Like, how is this, this not? Is,
2: this is many years ago. This is right. probably, I think, ten years ago. Right. And we're um,
3: just now hearing about this
2: guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't that's even what our I don't podcast is for. Just, I know exactly. <laughs> um, so that after Damn. that episode of the ball game, that's when Keaton finally decided to see a doctor about his condition. Okay. Uh, to his first appointment, he wore a can of peanuts on his head for demonstration <laughs> purposes. <laughs> He's a showman.
0: <laughs>
2: He's a
3: showman. <laughs> oh, boy. I cannot take this. This man could be making so much money right now. And
2: I think he is. I think he is. I think that's why we know about him. Okay. Oh, I see. Um, so... My doctor goes, how do you do that? And I said, well, that's what I'm here to find out. Mm -hmm. Uh, He didn't find out that day, but his appointment did lead to a series of doctor's visits and tests all over the Midwest. According to Keaton, these tests indicate his skin sucked in more oxygen than the average humans, causing his body to act like something of a human glue stick.
0: Wow. So porous objects,
2: anything from cans and water bottles to pencils and cell phones, touch his bare skin. They suction cup on as if held by a magnetic force. The strained condition earned Keaton his nickname, Canhead. I, I'm getting, guessing he gave that to himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so human skin normally absorbs a small amount of oxygen in order to sustain the uppermost layer of skin cells. But Keaton said his skin absorbs more oxygen than usual, causing his oxygen levels to be 23% higher than normal levels. Wow. Wow. Um, And this boost of oxygen causes a few other symptoms, Keaton said, such as a resting body temperature of 100 degrees, an ability to heal faster from burns, and abnormally smooth skin. Yeah, does he
3: look like a baby? Is he just Uh, gorgeous? He does not. He does not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not at the least. Not at the least. Um,
3: (laughs) All that can sucking didn't pay off.
1: No. Uh, uh, it's amazing, though. Like, add him to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, Get him yes. in there. He is a superhero.
2: Uh, this is huge for him. And I love it that it's an actual, like, genetic thing that he has. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. like, his skin sucks and Like, he might have a child that also has uh, skin sucking abilities. I hope you know? so. <laughs> I hope he does. If he, Yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, this poor guy. I'm almost jealous of him. Almost. Um,
1: (laughs) I like that his parents just told him to ignore it. Like, the parents clearly knew they had a sticky kid. That (laughs) that kid had some sucky-ass skin, and they knew it, and they were like, now, baby, you're beautiful. You're good. And then 20 years later, he gets a can stuck on his head for five years, for five minutes.
2: It's crazy. (laughs) I know,
1: right?
3: Uh, Speaking of uh, superpowers, I did want to share this with you guys. And I know... Scotty knows this. My husband okay. just got over uh COVID. He was a breakthrough oh. craze. Oh, there you go. And he's doing well today. But Beautiful. you know, that's great. But the smell and the taste has not fully come back. So that's now Bummer. like Yeah. So it's not fully there, and he's an amazing cook. And so there's like he asked me to taste everything now. And and still can cook. He he's is still-
1: a muralist, right? He paints yep. mur- giant yeah. murals. If you've giant. ever seen giant murals on the side of buildings, Chanelly's husband Jasper paints
3: yeah. those. He literally They're flew incredible. to LA today to do one downtown in LA. He'll fly oh, around. Amazing.
2: Cool. Yeah. You let us know snap where it's going to be and we'll snap a pic. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I will. Um, but That's so cool. He has, he's also the positive type and he's decided. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. His superpower is the (laughs) fact that he can't smell anybody's
1: farts. (laughs) In New York City, losing your sense of smell in New York City is an incredible superpower.
3: Especially in August. (laughs) It's absolutely true. And that's how we, because I'll just, I forget. And I'm like, oh my God. He goes, you forget? I have a superpower. You know?
1: Yeah. My first Play. week in New York City was in August in 2004, and I was uh, in a little acting conservatory thing called Michael Howard Studios, and uh-huh. I was young, and I was broke, and I was around all these really nice young people, and I took a walk. I, I wanted to like, get to know Manhattan, and I'm walking through East Village, I'm walking through Greenwich Village, it's probably midnight, it's 100 degrees and humid. Uh, but I was like, this is it. I've made it to New York. I'm yeah. going to become something. This It was very intimidating, but I was like, I, I'm get used to this city because you're going to stay here. And I round the corner. And in New York, for those who have never been. This is,
2: it's so insane.
1: They just put piles of trash bags out for the. So just piles and piles of trash bags in every direction. And in August at night, you hear the rats in them. So you always kind of take you use them as like you just throw your trash like, if you have a napkin that you've used,
2: you just throw it on the pile of trash bags as yeah. if that's normal. As if that's like, yeah. If, if there's a trash bag, it becomes a trash can. Uh, and <laughs> that's just like a pile of yes. trash. It if just there, naturally yeah. starts adding up. People are like, yeah, this is where you put the stuff. Because, yep. because it's a it. city of 11 million and people. And I never thought, like, maybe we should have a system for where the <laughs> trash goes. Instead of just like, no, we throw it on the sidewalk. <laughs> Somebody will get it one day. So
1: I'm a walk-in. I'm having those sort of young person romantic in a new city vibes where I'm like, this is my city. Watch out, world. Scotty banana boy number two is coming through. And I look to that pile of trash, and there's a fully nude man sleeping on top of it. And I look at him and go, oh, my God. He goes, go away. just looked right at me skinny guy little guy go away
0: (laughs) so that that was an omen now i live in los
1: angeles
3: (laughs) but those are the moments i live for in this city that is an exact moment oh my god i love that story and that just of course now brings back all the fine memories
0: Your mm. um, youth,
1: being yeah. a young woman in New York City, it's so <laughs> exciting. I recommend, we've said this on the podcast before, but like, if you have the means and you have any desire, go live in New York City in your 20s. Just go for you five have years. To. Go feel yeah. it out. Go live it for three years. If you hate it, you, you know to. you hate it, but you'll be so good at so many unexpected skills. Yes. yes. Every day is an obstacle course that changes, and everybody that you have to face changes every five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> It's a miracle. Right. it's a miracle place. <laughs> it is. Right. It
3: is. And those stories change every day. Just like you just made all these stories rush. I mean, oh, yeah. and this, this brings a story of, of Scotty and I walking down the street. <laughs>
1: Oh, he, when I was he, injured?
3: He was injured. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Where were
1: you? We were in the East Village somewhere talking about a TV show or something. Yeah. And I'll I'll set you up, Chanel. I'll let you tell it. But I was playing soccer that day with a bunch of guys that were the kitchen staff at Two Boots in Brooklyn. And we played full field soccer. And I just really messed up my left leg. So I was walking with a serious limp. When I saw Shaneli, I had a serious limp.
3: <laughs> and as often happens... There are people on the street, there are panhandlers asking for money. And a guy yeah. approached us and I just, I mean, we were mid conversation. I just looked at yeah. him and he was like, Hey, you know, he's asking for some money. And I was like, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> look, I was like, look, he's limping. And and I was so yeah. serious. Like Scotty looked at me like that was your spot. Yeah. I was like, don't you see he's limping? And it was he's no limping. part of me. I was like, we can't help you. He's and the limping. guy
1: instantly backed away and kept walking. <laughs> she just pointed out an, an ailment, and the guy was like, oh, sorry, and kept going. And we just kept walking. And I was like, I should just always and I have a limp.
3: That's the other part. It's like we're all we're all freaking down. You know, we've got shit going on and
1: <laughs> started... yeah, I have my own problems. I played soccer. I was in my late twenties playing soccer with a bunch of guys that were whooping my butt. But yeah, he was like, Give me some money and she's like, He's limping. And then the guy was like, Whoa, these two have a whole backstory that we don't need to know.
2: That is is fun I love it. I was flipping through my photos recently and I remember like one of the last photos I took before I moved out of my studio apartment in Brooklyn mm. um, was a picture that had just been on the door for like one full month, like the door to the building. And it just said, no, no punctuation whatsoever, just three words in a row. And it just said, super on vacation. <laughs> and I always would see it just like, man, super on vacation. We are super on vacation. <laughs>
3: exactly what i heard that's it man i'm out
1: (laughs) sorry bro oh dude got a drink in my hand i got my toes in the sand i am super on vacation (laughs) scotty give us another one speaking of vacations Mm -hmm. have you guys ever heard of the titanic did you ever hear about that boat i don't know
3: yeah i think so
1: it was a big boat, a long time ago. Mm-mm. So, Mm-mm. don't mm-hmm. believe it. This was sent in by many, many bananimals. But the first one I saw was Chelsea Field. So, thank you for that. This was in the Guardian UK, written by the best in the business, Martin Bellum. He's good, Kurt. Hmm. He's Snap. the man in
2: the men. Yeah, that's right. It <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is, that is what he is. So, guilty as <laughs> charged. Visitors at the U.S. Titanic Museum. Injured by a falling iceberg. So, <laughs> what? I know it's incredible. The curse of the RMS <laughs> Titanic has struck again. Continue. This time, not I know not this time not in the middle of the North Atlantic, but the uh, the Titanic museum attraction. Where else in Tennessee? Of course,
2: <laughs> of course, of course.
1: Where it was heading, <laughs> an ice wall. Representing the iceberg that calls the quote unsinkable end quote ship to sink in 1912, collapsed on Monday at the museum in Pigeon Forge. Oh, Uh, pretty fascinating. So, um, yes, I know Chanel, this was a Tennessee story for you because I love this, Tennessee. So, in a message post, where is Pigeon Forge?
3: It's only like 20 minutes outside of Knoxville, so it's oh, it's
1: near Knoxville.
3: Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. Uh, the message posted on social media, the owners of the Titanic attraction said quote, "Our iceberg wall collapsed and three and injured three guests who were taken to the hospital." So pretty serious oh, injuries. She- At this time, <laughs> okay. we do not know the extent of their injuries, our thoughts and prayers are continue to be with those who are affected including the first responder very nice message iceberg museum titanic museum sorry the iceberg museum was <laughs> museum? <laughs> I
2: think it's I think it's the iceberg museum <laughs> now iceberg yeah. museum. It's, the, it's the one who's doing the damage right yes so let me just
1: explain I, this cuz it's ha- kind of hard to imagine so it just, like, what this is just like tipped
2: over or something
1: Yes. So the iceberg exhibit does not currently exist. The affected area has been blocked off for some time being. We anticipate it will take at least four weeks for the iceberg to rebuild. Why? Because the ice wall described as being well, described as previously being 15 feet by 28 feet. That's huge for ice. Consisted (laughs) of real ice. That visitors could touch. What? It was grown and regrown using a
2: water filtration system. Whoa. So, like, an ice wall fell on these people. Oh, man. (laughs) First off, you got to think. Think about the curator who is just like, no, check it. Check this. We are going to have a real iceberg. (laughs) And then the first day it opens, it falls on three people. Or it's like, Brian, we should have never put the money in for this. It should have been plastic, like I said. Yes,
1: cold plastic. (laughs)
3: <laughs> and I'm just... Okay, who's going to the Titanic Museum? i I've not. I, yeah. I have been to Pigeon Forge, and even okay. most, more recently, Dollywood, which is a magnificent amusement park. We love Dollywood. Mm. Love her. Dream I guess. will say, of all the amusement parks I've been to, and this is what I'm imagining, Titanic, mm-hmm. the most uh, robust... Humans <laughs> mm-hmm. that are not walking in amusement park—they're all on the little uh, sit-down. Um, I don't even—it's it's not, not a, it's not a scoot, Are they it's not? Like a, yeah. Are they scooters? I
2: think we call them scooters. Yeah. Okay. I they're like scooters.
3: I, I guess right. They oh, seem yeah. like yeah, they're
2: rascals.
3: Rascals. Mm-hmm. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. So that was the thing that really took me by surprise. I had never seen so many big people on scooters in amusement park where you're going to ride rides so i don't know (laughs) like
1: (laughs) the rides start early they never stop riding is what you're saying they start riding they never stop
3: they never stop they're always on a ride and i guess i'm thinking you know perhaps at the titanic museum you've got maybe
2: similar crowd i mean <laughs> I, I hadn't of... <laughs> did wait did the ice like the ice just like came off the wall and, it, like, collapsed. Fell? It, it collapsed it
1: collapsed onto them and um i uh, mean it, it must people really heavy. people hurt people
3: in the hospital
1: three yeah, in the hospital three. um the museum claims that it's huge outdoor replica of the titanic is the single largest museum attraction anywhere in the world i don't know if that's true but that's a great claim <laughs> <laughs> uh, it houses more than 400 artifacts from the actual ship and its passengers. But this is what I'm leading up to. Okay. Titanic 2, a replica of the original ship, is expected to sail in 2022, tracing the Titanic's route across the Atlantic.
2: What? What? <laughs> what? Did you know okay. about that? No, Whoa, wait, no. that's real? Are we also no. going to do Hindenburg, too? <laughs> like, why, why are we doing these things?
3: Yeah. Well, that's the question. Mm-hmm. That's the question, Kurt. What the hell are we doing? I don't
2: <laughs> yeah. That's like making a hotel where it's like, it's all the 13th floor.
1: <laughs> well, now you got me. Now
2: I would go to the 13th 13, floor hotel. 13, 13, 13. <laughs> it's at 13, 13, 13th Street. <laughs> it's so
3: I am so in such shock, and that's in Tennessee. Okay, so the Titanic Museum's one. The you connected go. story is the Titanic, re, the reboot of the Relaunching. Titanic. Relaunching.
1: So Relaunch. Well. I mean, it but the complete, thing is, once com- you've been on the second Titanic once, if you're on that and you go, we made it. We were on the one. It's the replica. We made it. Then what? Are you the second boat? Are you the third? Like after you're the first, after that maiden voyage and the history has been made, then it's just a big dumb cruise ship. And I
2: bet they play the movie on one channel on twenty four
1: hours a day, seven days a week.
2: Oh, yeah. Exactly. I also, I'm, I also yeah. would have. Do you, I? For some reason, I'm very much into watching um, a boat launch videos on YouTube. I've seen of it. like, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's like I'm they out. make big boats and they literally like do them in dry dock, and then they like release them, and they like slide down a ramp into the so water. Fun. It's so fun, and I don't know why. I find it very uh, calming. Uh, so I watch them a lot, <laughs> yeah. but I would love, 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 like, the, like an outtake from a Simpsons cartoon where they just launch the Titanic 2 <laughs> into the water, and it just tips over and sinks right away. Like That would be
1: amazing.
3: I would yeah. love that, too.
1: I would love that, too. A lot of cocktail shrimp. A lot of pizza bar. A lot of things are going to be sailing into the air. Fifteen hundred more people. I go had down.
3: to ask you. You just used the word pizza. This is mm-hmm. in my head today. Mm-hmm. I'm not a TikToker, but okay. but I do have friends that are, and then they share this stuff on Instagram. So I am on Instagram. What about this new fad? <laughs> this Uh-oh. is killing me. The combination Pizza Hut combination taco bell song do you guys know this
2: no i know the song
3: you know the song
2: yeah i know the song it's from back in the day yeah
3: okay so they're doing the song now and what they're doing is the kids are putting
0: (laughs) (laughs) i love the kids
3: i'm at the call i'm at the pizza hut I'm at the Taco Bell. I'm at the Combination Taco Hut Pizza Pizza Hut Taco Bell. (laughs) Either way. And then what they do is they put over their heads a flag. It says Mom, and it says Dad, and then it puts the flag of where their Mom's from and where their Dad is from, and then it says Me, and there's a combo, and then you say You, and then you do the eyes of your parents, and then you the Me, the combination. And then uh-huh. you do the height.
2: It, to me, though... Like this is said, popular? This seems oh, like... I would 100% want to watch this. <laughs> Not Are me. you kidding me? I am so interested you in
3: this. You got to see. Mm. It. I mean, the ones that I've seen are very attractive young men that are doing it. Oh. And,
2: sign
1: me up. I yeah,
3: love a I, Yeah, I'm like, okay... Um, But there is that part of, like, I love that Kurt, you have that attitude. Mine was, this is great, but it's so ridiculous. Like, we are out of our minds. (laughs) Like, what the?
1: (laughs) I agree. We've lost it. Entertainment has lost its shape at this point. We're desperately grasping at straws at this point.
3: (laughs) Thank you, Scotty. That's where I'm at. Yes. Like, what are we doing? Like, we can't, you could not, we cannot come up with something mm-hmm. crazier than anyone else. like everybody at the same time is yes. just putting like the <laughs> dumbest things together at one yeah. time yes. and let and just rolling with it we and, just need <laughs>
1: distractions we just live in a world where distractions <laughs> are now a commodity and and we and tiktok does it better than anywhere else so good for them
3: good for them good for them good for them <laughs> Oh, but the song uh, won't lead my head, just so you know. It's a while, great song. While we're together, I was at the pizza. It was a combination of Taco Bell Pizza. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like Taco Hut pizza bell. I pizza bell. I'm trying to remember. The band is, I think, uh, Das Racist, and it's uh, Harry Condabulu's oh, yeah. uh, brother's band. Uh,
3: so oh, a Okay. Well, they're making That's a comeback. Okay. They're making money yeah. right now. That's great.
2: I'm excited <laughs> for that. Do you guys want to hear a teaser before we go out? Yes. Oh, yeah. All righty. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, why am I old and fat? Man, 37 wakes up thinking he's still in high school. After forget, forget it, after forgetting the past 20 years, oh. including that he yeah. was married and had a 10 year old dog. Oh my, oh my god.
3: god
2: right that after yeah. this break on B- bananas, bananas. And we are back. Yep, folks. Hmm. Um. I do want to before we get to our fant back to our fantastic guest. I do want to see yep. on Instagram. Got this message. We got banana uh, mail from the Blue Machine. Some banana mail. I am a hey hey. I am a banana. Woo! And I'm one of those delivery people USPS who listens to bananas while walking around the city. I changed my career during COVID from 17 years in restaurants to the United States Postal Service, and I'm Great. loving it. Thank you for being in my ear halls holes during all the mm-hmm. ups and downs my career changes. Y'all have also inspired me to create my own podcast about what it's like to be a letter carrier in an effort to not only share our tales of what it's like working at the United States Postal Service and maybe just maybe find a solution on how to save the USPS. I invite both you banana boys to listen if you have time. It is called the Blue Machine Podcast. The Blue Machine and that Podcast is from Kayla Hinkley, the host of the Blue Machine Podcast. So go check that out. Whoa. Oh, you, so, I think that's totally fascinating. It's such a I'll great story. Yeah. Okay.
1: I got a wow. few little banana mails, too. First and foremost, Woodshop Coffee, Kurt. Yes. Woodshop Coffee in Sonoma Valley. It's Cameron and Sasha. They're woodworkers, but now they have this like crazy passion for coffee. So they sent us not only bags of coffee, which I started this week and is very delicious, also, they sent us charcuterie boards that they made because they're woodworkers. So they, thank you.
2: The boards are awesome. It's like a perfect, perfect size. It's totally to let true. My child, use knives on. <laughs> That's so right. I set them up with two sharp knives, and I go take a bath. Woodshop so coffee. You for that.
1: Thank you. East Eighth. What does this say? I can't even read my own typing. Eighth Street East in Sonoma, California. Go drink some coffee. Go Get on Saturday, wood. drink more coffee. Also, the Albuquerque Animal Welfare Department, Kurt, reached out. Oh. They need loving adopters for hundreds of pets. If you're looking to add a furry friend to your life or even just foster a new buddy, go to www.cabq.gov slash pets and go find a new buddy. Thank you to the Albuquerque Animal Welfare Department. Good work. Yeah. And last, this is for all three of us. Shanali, you know these people. Shanali and I sat together at these folks' wedding, actually, just two or three years ago. Congratulations to Edmund and Katie on having yeah. a healthy baby girl today. Yeah. Thank God we have more great parents because let's face it, great parents are literally the only thing that's going to save us <laughs> at this point. <laughs>
2: that's right. so yeah, Edmund and Katie, congratulations on a healthy baby. Yay.
0: Congrats, and guess guys. what? I love you.
2: Uh, their daughter, Eleanor, is has was weighed the exact same amount that my daughter, Olive, did when they were Ooh. She's
0: going to be a genius. Yep. Wow. Weight twins.
3: Going to be a genius.
2: That's Ooh, the best that's news. So
3: good. Yeah. There's a lot of COVID babies that have been born this year. A lot year of quarantine
1: that- babies. Yep. Yeah. I went to, yeah, a lot. Quite a lot.
3: And uh, uh, as you said, Katie Edmund will be amazing parents, and the ones that I know that have had kids oh, yeah. are going to be amazing parents, and you're right. Oh, yeah. I can't say it enough. They're going to save us. You, you're yeah. included, Kurt.
2: Thank oh yeah. You. <laughs> and my kids are going to ruin it all. all Olive will save us. Gus, yeah, yeah. Gus, you gotta keep an eye on that. Gus one. will be like mid pushing like the TNT, like the cartoon TNT <laughs> thing down, and I'll be like, no, and it will be like, I'm that sorry. And boom. <laughs>
1: Also will be behind the ice wall at the Titanic Museum.
2: <laughs> Just with a blowtorch, heating it up a little bit in key places. A <laughs> little uh, parody. Alright, do yeah. you guys want to hear about this I do. Story.
3: This, yes, I have to hear. Mind that. Mind boggling.
2: Mm-hmm. So this was sent in by Paul Bosco on Instagram. Thank, Thank you, Paul. Paul. Oh. Um, this was uh, this appeared in the dailymail.co.uk. It also uh, Seems real. appeared in TexasToday.com, but <laughs> I literally tried to read it and it was just like word salad. Yeah, worst of uh, the biz. The worst of the biz. So uh I didn't I don't you know I don't love reading from the Daily Mail, but we hate uh, it. I even. will. Uh, <laughs> we don't like him at all. We don't. We love it. We love it because we get we. so many of our stories for True. That. <laughs> this was written by Georgia Simcox uh, mm. for Mail Online. Here's the. Here's the She's article. She's damn good. A father woke up one morning thinking it was the 1990s after wow. losing 20 years of memories, including his marriage and daughter, because of a rare brain condition. Wow. Daniel Porter, 36, from Granberry, Texas. uh, I love that it's Granberry. So close to Granberry. Nope, they hate those. Granberry. (laughs) Yep. Uh, That's confusing. Woke up next to his wife, Ruth, 37, in July last year with no idea who she was or where he was. The hearing specialist thought he was 16 and it was time to get ready for school, and he had no memory of his wife lying next to him or their daughter, living who was 10. Ruth had to convince Daniel that he hadn't been kidnapped and that she was his wife, but only with the help of his parents. He even became angry when he first looked in the mirror asking why he was old and fat.
1: Oh, well, that's no. on him. The fat part's on him, honestly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's all you, bud. You gotta you know, balls in your court. <laughs> but come on, there's no thirty six and sixteen. At sixteen you have like you're just like a wiry little thing. That's true. Uh, doctors diagnosed that he was suffering transient global amnesia. I mean, classic. What the transient heck? global amnesia? That is like, that is the soaps, right? They always yes. say transient global amnesia, mm-hmm. um, which <laughs> is usually a sudden temporary interruption of short term memory. Okay. And that it would be back to normal within 24 hours. But a year on, his memory, his life remains a blank. Um, Whoa. This is
3: terrifying. Yeah, yeah it's terrifying.
2: Or um,
1: inspiring. I mean, or inspiring. he gets to fall in love with his family all over again. He exactly. can find everything's a new hobby. And think of all the books he gets to reread and enjoy for the first time. I think this is a win for this guy.
2: He, she, his wife You're, does say that he's very enthusiastic about life now. See? Um, really? Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's fascinating. Here, I'll keep reading. Um, oh, Who is this? He's the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are good. I mean, like, imagine that. Just be like, oh, man, you break- you're going to love Breaking Bad. we got a lot of stuff. <laughs> you got a real treat ahead of you. It's a golden age of TV. we gotta, We got to gotta find the positive on this
0: one. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Um,
2: Ruth said he woke up one morning and just had no idea who I was or where he was. He was very confused. I could tell he didn't recognize the room. He thought he was either drunk and gone home with a woman or that he'd been kidnapped. I could see him looking for an escape route. Daniel remembered a WWE program, and when Ruth researched when it was aired, she worked out that it was in the nineties. Wow! She helped him get dressed, and he thought that she was putting him into her husband's clothes, who he thought was going to come home any minute. Oh my um, and it just so scandalous. happened that they were staying on the a ranch of his parents, so his parents were there. He recognized his parents. He was able to like be talked into believing. Wow! That this was true. Um. Feel bad for the kids. Yeah, no, right? Yeah,
3: I'm speechless. I cannot. Right? I mean, if you go back right now, all of us
1: so, Until we were sixteen. Sixteen.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, there are definitely like high points, such as drinking your first beer. Tastes uh, great, Mom and Dad. If you're listening, I I was not sixteen, but I was. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was too. <laughs> My first but, pair? I think I was twelve. Oh yeah. Oh
3: yeah, there you go. That's more like yeah. it. That's more like it. I was older.
1: <laughs> You're mature. My
3: first rock shows. I mean everything there yeah. are yeah. wonderful things, but they're also the most there are some awful things. So
1: he's still got it, Kurt, right? Well he's this still... is what's
2: interesting about it is that um I'm not going to read the whole thing because it, it's very long and complicated. But apparently, he so that they best basically had moved back home to live with on his parents' farm because he had lost his job because he started having these weird, um, epileptic fits. I see. There uh, it is. There and, it is. Uh, and they're not, not epilepsy, sorry. They were stress induced seizures, uh, in January. Oh, but, um, and it, like, they caused him to like slip a disc in his back and stuff oh, like this, and no. the seizures kept getting more and more violent. So the theory is that the brain, in order to protect itself, kind of did a rewind, oh, and now he no longer has the seizures. So this thing that was, like, ruining his life is also now gone. Okay. So that's also been forgotten as well. And the wife says, um, it's really strange, but his sense of humor is still good. Love that. He's more friendly and sociable. He loves going out, but he didn't used to. (laughs) Um, I'm telling you, it's a win. So (laughs) we have to see both sides. We got a lot of win. It's a nightmare, and also, like, that is... Can you imagine just waking up and being 16 again? That it is, sounds
3: yes. like wifey is definitely down with the 16-year-old yeah. version.
2: hmm so <laughs> I <laughs> hope. I hope. <laughs> also, Man, I don't even gonna... understand how this is a story. Do you know what I mean? Like, where, how did it, people yeah. find out about it, you know? He's right. 16. He's running
1: around town bragging about it. He's <laughs> on his huffy. He's peddling <laughs> through town. Being like I had sex last night. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was amazing. Then we <laughs> listen to this new act, Rihanna. She's so good. She has
1: an umbrella.
2: Uh, well, we That's wish cool. him the best of luck. What's his yeah. name what again?
3: I wanna write him a letter. I feel yes.
2: like let's write him a letter.
3: Oh, I want I mean, let's I'm... see that. Have to, like, this we need is to-
1: it, Daniel Porter. It's confusing is- even okay. more, Shanali. <laughs> confusing even more. Hi, we don't know you. We have a podcast, and we were making fun of you. <laughs> Hope you're doing better. Glad the seizures are done. The Banana Boys and Shanali. Oh boy, that's crazy. I mean, besides like browning out or blacking out, drinking, I've never had a concussion. I've never, I've never time traveled in that way. So I can't imagine how disorienting would be to lose twenty years.
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, from the only time I've really done that, which was that time that we talked about on the podcast a long time ago, when it was in New Orleans, where I like came in the W. I was naked on in the in the lobby or not lobby, (laughs) but on the fifth fifth floor floor. (laughs) of the W Hotel. Suddenly, Um, (laughs) that was amazing. But but the thing is
0: is that from that moment,
2: (laughs) yes, from that moment, you you're still you that's the crazy part like without your memories you still operate the way you would operate which Mm -hmm. is the weirdest part yeah um and i've i've heard that people who have like the thing where they they can't remember after a certain period like they have like a two minute long memory or something is that when the two minutes resets they always ask the exact same question oh no
1: that's Uh, hell that would be worse I'd
2: rather get the full
1: reset and move forward. I have had, I've lived enough places and traveled enough that I would say maybe 10 times in my life, I've woken up in a dark room and I don't remember what city or state Uh or sometimes it'll be like, am I in my college? Like, is it like, it takes me a second in that lucid state, but in like just before true wakefulness and I'll say, I don't know where I am and I'll like reach out and I'll feel a wall or a pillow or whatever. And I'm like, oh, right. I'm here shooting this or whatever uh-huh. that mm-hmm. has happened. I, and
2: it's very weird for about 20 seconds.
3: Wow. Yeah. yeah that,
2: no, I've, I've experienced uh, that, especially first night in a hotel room where yes. you're just like walk into the wall, um, trying to go to the bathroom. And now <laughs> to <laughs> take a
3: turn for some sadder stories, but I have had friends who have grandparents or parents with Alzheimer's. And sure, it sounds yeah. very similar to those experiences. Cause yeah. They'll have a conversation with you and then start that same exact conversation over with you, you know, an hour later, which is so, I I mean, again,
1: that did that too, when she was (laughs) drunk, she would just tell me the same thing and laugh (laughs) at the same joke at the same moment four or five times on the F train ride home. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you.
2: That's the sixth time you've said this. And (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, it's my, it's my entire life with a four-year-old. Yes. There you go. I got. I got one for you. Cycle all right. Give us. of life. Oh
1: yeah, that's it is.
3: It is. <laughs>
0: it really is.
1: All right. So, we've all been on first dates, right? Chanel, you've been on some first dates oh. in your life? Oh, they yeah. always go exactly according to plan and you end up marrying the person. That's how first dates work. <laughs> always. <laughs> Every first date ends in a marriage and everlasting ah. love. Well, this poor woman, she really had a good one. This is from Unilad UK, but I found it everywhere too. Written by maybe the most British sounding name of all time, Poppy Bilderbeck. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you Poppy Bilderbeck. You are <laughs> Poppy
2: Bilderbeck in Shropshire. That's amazing. Oh,
1: she is so good. Sent in by one of our very best Aaron Erdman. Thank you Aaron. Woman horrified after man brings late mother's ashes to their first date. Oh, no. Oh, Oh no. Yes. After matching on Tinder, a woman was left horrified after the guy she met for the first date brought his late mother's ashes along with him. The woman has shared her story now anonymously. Uh, she invited her Tinder match to a barbecue at her house, but ashes aren't the only reason she regrets swiping swiftly left. Nice work, Poppy. The date started out with the man arriving to the barbecue late. Always a good sign. Mm-hmm.
2: Admitting I, to I hope I hope he comes in and just declares, "My mom wanted to be scattered <laughs> on an awkward date. She loved awkward first dates, and so I'm scattering here on this date with you." Oh boy. Uh, I wish that too.
1: <laughs> but he did something somehow weirder, Kurt. No, no. He, he arrives to the barbecue late, admits to the woman that he drove around her house several times, nearly deciding to just go home. The woman then went on to say that uh how the man only spoke about himself, talking nonstop about all of his family drama. So Classic man. Yep. Classic, classic. Man. Classic, oh, classic man,
3: absolutely Kurt, thank you. A friend of mine
1: went on a date with Keith Olbermann once and she said that he just talked about himself for two hours and then they left and that was it. I was like, boy, that must have been a real bowl of soup. (laughs) Um, If that wasn't bad enough, and this might be the thing that is the weirdest to me, the man also brought all of his own food to the barbecue and wasn't willing willing to share it with anyone. He was willing to share a look at his mother's ashes, which uh, he had brought along in a vial. The woman whoa. says, as they sat down, <laughs> I'd mean, be so insane. The, man, uh, the woman says that as they sat down, the man pulled the vial out of his pocket. He noticed her staring at it, and uh, she was, quote, flipping between if he was about to snort something strange or had <laughs> built some sand art. <laughs> <laughs> The 90s were big. She just named her. she she outed her age a little bit. Sand art was huge in the 90s. Uh, she went then went into detail how he told her, "Oh, it's all super casual. I'd like to introduce you to my mother." The woman yeah. said she did not know what to do, whether to laugh or cry or run. Uh. The answer is run. Run. Um, This is Norman Bates' behavior. Burn your house down and run. He knows where you live. Grab a turkey leg off the smoker and run for the hills. (laughs) The man went on to explain this was not the first time his mother had joined him on such a special occasion. And then he brings a vial of her ashes to any important event. So don't feel special, honey. (laughs) Not only. Last week I brought her to Great Adventure. (laughs) (laughs) We rode the Twister. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, boy. Not only were the ashes in that vial, but the man also had his late mother in a necklace and a ring and a half-sleeve <laughs>
2: tattoo
1: dedicated <laughs> to her. Shut oh. up, shut up. Oh. Uh, look, oh. guys,
2: I love my dead mom. I love my dead mom. You can this reach her ashes guy, right now. <laughs> I Literally, I'm looking at her ashes from where I'm speaking. Yes. But wearing them in multiple places <laughs> on your body at all times. No, sir. Oh,
1: that gets a no, sir.
3: No, that the three of us, if we met this man at a party, <laughs> all three of us would be right there with him and yes. we would have the best time. Yes. It, like that's the guy. You're right. The all three of us specifically are the and three Carl. humans, yeah, and Carl, that'd be like, yeah. okay, what's up with this guy? Let's we gotta we have to know him and know what's going on. I and agree with would, that completely. And we would be entertained to no end, and ask him about every vial. Like I am so entertained by this story.
1: It's so and- good, and it, <laughs> it has it has a pretty good ending too. Okay. I'll, I'll give oh, you okay. The ending.
3: oh,
1: okay. So, so he has the the ring, the necklace, the vial, and a half sleeve tattoo dedicated to her. She went on to say how after her date finished the burger he brought. Uh, she made an excuse, like any smart woman would do, and said she had to finish some work. Alas, thank you, Poppy. Despite her attempt to put him off, the man texted her before he even got a chance to get into his car, and the text read, quote, "My mother really liked you. I can't <laughs> wait to see you again." I love him. No, no,
0: I love no, no,
1: no, 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 no.
0: him.
2: <laughs> wow. 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 <laughs> that is, he is literally trying to start his own horror movie. Yes. He's like trying to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> by so no means necessary.
1: So I went on a great first date once through MySpace. So this was back in the mid-2000s. And it was a great date and her picture didn't match her picture was either the greatest photo of her ever taken in the known universe or she used somebody else's photo but when i arrived to mustang (laughs) harry's or sally's one of those bars up there because i was temping up there she was great she was lovely she was funny she was cute it was like a really good first date and because it was an internet dating this was like the birth of that we were feeling each other out you know normal we met in a public space a brightly lit bar but it was good. So I asked her on a second date after a couple of beers. And she said, great. And we agreed to go see The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Mm-hmm. You know, a fun, good date movie if you're yep. living in New York. Yep. So we meet in Brooklyn. Um, this is probably like four or five days later. And I had enough time where I was like, oh, she's cool. I think, like, this is good. I'm excited to go on this second date. So we go. shows up. Same person shows up, thank God. And everything's going normal. And I buy tickets. And I was like, do you want popcorn or anything? She was like, I would love popcorn. She's like, do you want to get a big one? And I was like, sure. So we get a big popcorn um, and we sit down and the, we're talking over the trailers. And while we're talking before the movie starts, she sticks her tip of her tongue down and picks up a piece of popcorn and swallows it. So I so just head, down. head goes down just, to yeah. the popcorn. Popcorn comes up a little bit to oh, her chest. She's holding it. Yeah. Then she just I know tips that. her head down. So I'm like, so your brothers, they, uh, they enjoy racquetball. Is that right? And they, you know, she sticks her tongue down and just pulls it. She's like, yeah. And so I'm like, well, this is, this is about to be something. So she does it again and she does it again. And so the movie starts and she's like, do you want any popcorn? I'm like, not yet, I ate five days ago, I'm fine. Uh, so we're what, and out of the corner of my eye, as the movie's starting, I'm watching her just repeatedly only using her tongue to eat one piece of popcorn no. at a time. So, so wait a second. This is so crazy to yeah. both
2: of you. This, this is, is so crazy. This is the way you eat popcorn. This is but such in a, your own personal when you have your own personal popcorn. This is how you eat popcorn. Not me. Um, it's the, it, your hands don't get oily. You just oh, sit there I see.
1: Okay. So, you might have gone like on a date number bird. three. You
2: might have married. Wait,
3: her. wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Yeah. Never heard of this. Never heard of N-
1: this. No. So I, then oh. my mind starts to go. I had two main thoughts. And the, I don't know the first act of oh. Life Aquatic because I was so focused on this. <laughs> What's going to happen when it goes too deep for her tongue? That was my <laughs> first thought. Is she going to just like feed bag it and like stick it is she gonna dump it is she gonna use her hands right like I'm like does she use a napkin I'm I'm like pull out
2: a funnel from her pocket (laughs) stick it down her throat and just dump the whole thing in does she
1: have an extendable tongue
2: she did what I would say is the weirdest option (laughs) What, What? What?
1: she just stopped eating popcorn when it got out of reach and put the whole tub under the chair and just did not eat for the rest of the movie so she got to the tongue line she got just deep enough and then was like nope I'm good. Maybe it's a weird diet. Maybe it was a weird diet fad that she was on. But She, she doesn't just want to stopped. test the
3: popcorn. This is what, nope. Kurt, which I didn't think about, but that's the weirdest thing I've ever, I, one of yes. them. I mean, It
1: weirded me out mid-conversation to see a new friend's <laughs> tongue go down. It's a strange
2: move on a shared popcorn. It's Very a strange, strange move on a yes. shared popcorn. Yes. You know what? Maybe, maybe in her mind she was like, it's kind of sexy. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, what I was like, thinking. Maybe was like, just like, look look at this, huh? Watch I bet my this tongue. guy's ding-dongs as can big as a piece of eat.
1: corn kernel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and Real I was classic. like... And it went the other way. It made me go, well, this was a nice one date in 15 minutes, so I'm going to enjoy this movie.
3: You never, ever were able to ask her about eating the popcorn with the tongue?
1: No. That was our last date. We didn't, we didn't, oh, I don't remember I even kissing know. or anything like that. I think it was kind of like, oh, that was great. Um See you on MySpace, and then just <laughs> didn't ran to the F train. Yeah, it was so jarring because it was so small, and that's why I said when the guy brought his own food, that alone would have unless he unless ahead of time you have some dietary thing or you're vegan or something, and you're like, hey, you know, I am sorry, like there's an explanation. But if not, if you're just like, no, I just bring my own food to restaurants <laughs> and cookout. That to me is such a red flag. It's, a, it's so weird.
3: Cut oh, to man. the next the next woman in your life that sticks her tongue in the, in the popcorn.
1: Yes. That, I'll just that. scream why. Why, <laughs> damn it, why? That's what I'll just scream That's instantly. The don't, I'm telling That's you, be the
3: one.
2: don't get oily that way. See, it's
3: Kurt's really, really telling us something you and I didn't know, I'm Scotty. I'm
2: mm-hmm. yeah. And it's I, like, it's, you, you know, I'm it never... feels good. Like you're a little anteater. You know, it's like, a, look at the anteater got to go to see a movie. <laughs> <It is. laughs> If she had said that, maybe I would have married her. She blew it. She played it too coyly. <laughs> All right, should I tease us out of here with one? Tease us out for the yeah. next episode. I want to hear. The Matrix Code came from sushi recipes. The Matrix <laughs> which... Code came from sushi
1: recipes.
2: Yes. So the reigning code on the computer uh-huh. was spicy yes. tuna. Yeah, they don't actually know which uh, recipe it was because the guy will never reveal it. Um, but it had been like that design had been gone through like multiple different uh, animation houses. And the Wachowski uh, siblings si- were like, yeah, we siblings. Don't, we're not yeah. down with it. And so then finally, an- another guy tried it and he, he took his wife's. Uh, his wife was Japanese, and he took her recipe book and scanned, scanned it in, and then paint, hand painted it all. Um, and but oh, he'll never really know what the recipe, like what sushi recipe it actually was originally. Uh, but well. all of that is just sushi. <laughs> 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 it's
3: just so, funny. <laughs> it's well. so good.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna have sushi and tonight think, because of that story. I'm and gonna and go I do. I think that fish. one was uh, sent in by Copy Haze.
3: Were, yeah, uh, you, were Copy you guys Haze. alive when? Uh, the trend was as a teenage kid to wear Japanese, like you had no idea what it said. I mean, I guess the reverse. I remember is, it. I remember there's, it. There's,
1: tattoos. I remember Asian symbol tattoos and letter tattoos a it's lot. It's so
3: funny now. Also, the you know, the reverse. Like there are people in Japan wearing words and phrases mm-hmm. that mean, don't make any sense. Oh, yeah. But the idea that we were just like thought it was cool because it was in right. Japanese lettering. Yeah. We have no idea what it said. It's just a, it's a language. That's all.
2: Yeah, it's yeah. relax. Everybody relax. <laughs> Stop trying to be interesting. You're a that's dork exactly. from the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Shanali, is there anything you want to plug before plug. we go? Plug,
3: plug, I, I, well, I, thank you so much for bringing up the podcast. That's the thing that's the, the monthly thing. We don't even know. And it's very much in the same vein of hanging with awesome people. Yes. And celebrating their work. So we like we will go down into some holes as to where and how they decided to do what they do. But um, for the most part, it's being silly and having a good time with people that do everything. And not just comedy and not just music. Oh, good. Well,
1: that's but you. The yeah. multi-hyphen extraordinary. Yeah.
3: Scientists, my, my personal trainer, you know, Kenny the <laughs> Bowery ballroom sound man. Yeah, <laughs> literally... Cool. If we could have met this dude that had the vials, you know, Mm -hmm. of his mom's ashes, I would love to have a conversation with him. Oh, I bet
1: he'd want to meet you, too. (laughs) Yeah.
3: But it it is called We Don't Even Know, and precisely because we don't don't know. We have no clue. We just go with the flow. It's a
1: true variety sketch, comedy conversation. That's awesome. And Tigers and Mm -hmm. Monkeys, they can find your music and download it.
3: Yes, I'm writing new music, but right now we've got albums on the web on uh, Bandcamp. T- check it out. There you go. Help an independent Best. musician out. You know that's right.
2: Yeah. Say hey to Jason <laughs> for me. <laughs> yeah. I
3: will. I will.
2: Chanali. Thank you so much. Shinali. We'll
3: love you guys.
2: Love love you back. Thanks so
3: much for having me. Bananas.
1: Bananas. Give us a banana, Chanali. Give us a banana, Channali. Ban- that was a good one.
2: <laughs> this has been an exactly right production, produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan, and all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on
1: Instagram at the Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast.
2: Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: And if you're interested in advertising on bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com.